Shake the Room, Fire Nation. JLD here, and welcome to episode 1965 of EO Fire, where I chat with entrepreneurs on fire seven days a week. And everybody's scared of losing Fire Nation. I get it. But in my book, I teach you how to finally win. Visit howtofinallywin.com and learn how to create your dream life a one step at a time. Now let's chat with today's featured guest, David C. Baker. David, are you prepared to ignite? I am. I'm a little hesitant because I don't know if I'll bring as much energy as you obviously <laughs> have, but I'm going to do my level best. Absolutely. I did hear that question mark. I am. But that's okay, David, because we're going to have a great time in Fire Nation for your benefit. Dave is an author. He's a speaker. He's an advisor to entrepreneurial creatives worldwide. He's written five books, advised over 900 firms, keynoted conferences in over 30 countries. I mean, how many of us have been to 30 countries? He's keynoted in 30 countries. And if that wasn't enough, his work has been discussed in dozens of international publications. David, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro and give us just a little glimpse of your personal life. Sure. So I live in Nashville, Tennessee. I work worldwide from here. Just chose to live here because it's a great place. Been married for 37 years now. I have two kids and grandkids. And uh, for hobbies, I do motorcycle, flying, fine woodworking. I try to keep my work and my my personal life very, very separate. And that has worked well for me. So I, that's basically, that fills in the gaps. I absolutely love what I do though. I haven't always every year, but, but over the last probably seven years, I figured out, I think how to love the work that I do. One thing that I really want to know right now, David, because you are someone who loves what he does so much. What has that resulted in meeting? What have you become an expert in as a result of doing what you do for so long? Oh, that's a great question. And I asked myself that question too, like how do I measure being an expert? And I, I would guess that everybody answers that question differently. I answer it like this. After speaking to a group of people, whether it's 50 or 4,000, whatever it is, and if you open it up for questions and you're eager to help people at the end of that and you're not afraid of any single question that somebody can ask you. So what I help entrepreneurs do is make better business decisions. So I don't help them with the service or the product that they're doing for their clients. I help them think through their positioning and, and what they do with money and how they structure their own role, right? So I'm sort of the back office person that's largely invisible to their success. And, and doing that gives me an opportunity to meet with a fresh, new, successful, usually successful entrepreneur every week. And it's fantastic to learn from each one of these people. I, I happen to serve the creative field more than any other. And so I'm sitting talking with somebody who's brilliant, maybe has ADD, whether it's officially that or not. And But they're facing their world in a new way. They're inventing new ways to deliver value to clients. And I get to sort of stand alongside them and help them make better business decisions. So David, if I handed you a megaphone and this megaphone allowed you to really speak one thing to all of these entrepreneurs that you just see struggle with this thing that you're an expert in, what would you say to them? What would you say to us that we can really learn from your expertise? Yeah, that's an easy answer for me because the answer is this, and that's that you are 
pulled in all kinds of directions every day because you are in love with with opportunity as an expert. That's what drives you. And the idea of leaving unmet or unexplored opportunity on the table is physically painful. You can't even really imagine walking away from it. So you spread yourself thin doing all of these different things rather than making really courageous choices and focusing deep in those things and scratch some of those curiosity itches outside of work. And everybody that I talk to that makes those sorts of courageous decisions, they never say, darn, I wish I'd waited longer before I made that courageous decision and said no to all of these other things so I could say yes, a very strong yes to one or two things because the world is is changed around us. It's impossible to be an expert in a lot of things because there's so much knowledge around us. So that means we have to say no to a lot of other things and to be a very deep expert in something and then monetize the heck out of that. Fire Nation, be courageous, go deep. And as Derek Siver says, if it's not a heck yes, it's a no. And it's really that simple. So for you, David, you've done a lot. I mean, we went through your intro, you've done a lot of awesome things, built up quite a business. But what's the worst entrepreneurial moment that you've experienced to date in your life? And really take us to that moment in time, David, and tell us that story. Ah, oh, and I can only pick one, right? Because there's a whole lot of <laughs> there's them. There's only one worst, <laughs> yeah. though. <laughs> one worst, yeah. And this one comes to my mind pretty frequently, so it's not difficult for me to answer that question for you. I was um, advising an agency of about 40 people in this Midwestern town. This was about maybe 18, 20 years ago. And they were in trouble. They had made a lot of bad decisions about positioning and about money and about staffing and so on. And if the firm was going to survive, they were going to need to cut deeply and to do it quickly. So I, as an outsider, came in without some of the emotional attachments to these folks and suggested this is what needs to happen. I put together a plan that involved laying off the very next morning 40% of the staff. Now, this was the day before – um, you know, the, everybody had a computer and it was cheap. And so they were running the conference room um, presentation system off of the principal's office. And I was meeting with the principal in his office. Meanwhile, he didn't know that he was projecting all of my ideas on the conference room screen while everybody was in an employee meeting without him. They were reading uh, – all of these names come across the screen of the people that were going to lose their their jobs the next day. It was probably the worst. It was it, oh. it just my heart just fell. It was just an awful moment. It wasn't that we did anything mean. It just came across as so uncaring for people. And it was a total mistake, but it was devastating, really, for them to learn about it that way. So, David, besides the obvious, like, what's the biggest lesson that you learned there? Like, what can we as entrepreneurs, as business owners, as people that have employees or people that work for and with us, what can we learn from that? Yeah, and I think that this lesson is more reinforced even over time. And it's that be careful what, like, just assume that everything you write or say is going to see the light of day someday. Assume that WikiLeaks cares about you <laughs> and would love, they don't care about me, by the way. But they might someday, David. That's the thing. And that's why it's important. <laughs> they might, yeah. Yeah. And they'll dig out this interview, right. right? And they'll say, yeah. And I'll be unfit for any public office at that point. <laughs> yeah. I think it's that. That's what I learned from it. It's just, just, just be real and be kind and don't say anything or write anything that you would be terrified terribly ashamed of if it came out. 
Well, you've obviously said nothing but awesome things so far as far as value and sharing stories. So with you saying that you might be unfit for office, I'm a little nervous about what you have planned for the rest of this interview, but I'm going to continue going forward, David, and break (laughs) down for my audience. What's one of the greatest ideas you've ever had? Like, Take us to one of those aha moments and tell us that story. Sure. So uh, in the late 90s, I was feeling stale as a consultant or an advisor. I sort of use the word advisor more than consultant because it has less baggage to it. Late 90s, I was feeling a little stale, feeling like I wasn't really earning my money all that much. And I noticed just coincidentally that when I would be in conversation by phone or in person with one of my clients, there were several times during each conversation when they would ask ask my point of view on something. And I did not have a clearly articulated one. Or if I decided to make one up, I couldn't defend it very well. And I realized that if I'm going to be an expert, there are certain things that I need to have thought through so that I can speak about them almost without thinking. And I have good reasons for believing those things. So I sat down and I made a list of those. And it came out to 54, 54 topics that kept coming up And I did not have a clearly articulated point of view. And I said, okay, over time, I need to develop a point of view and knock these off the list. And then I thought, well, maybe like what's the motivation to do this? And and is there any way to combine this and make money while I'm doing it? Right. So I decided to start a publication and I charged to $360 a year. And what I did is I tackled each of those topics monthly in six pages, about 3,000 words, and and it was delivering great value to people. Then when I got through the 54 topics, I just stopped the publication. And so it was a great idea for me because I have reused all of that research in developing those articulated points of view. I've reused it so many times in my business life, and I felt like it really delivered value at the same time. One of those rare ideas. So one of those rare but meaningful ideas because you took action. So what I want you to share with Fire Nation now is what's the big takeaway? Like what do you want to make sure that our listeners get from that aha moment? And not maybe the moment specifically, but just, you know, the action, the results, all of that. Being willing to swallow my pride and not make it up basically (laughs) and say, listen, I need to be more thoughtful here. That was one. Another was really just to be disciplined about it. And I think discipline is such a critical element of success. And my own success is a combination of discipline, a little bit of luck, um, some intelligence. Um, and But discipline is, a, is the biggest part of it that any of us can bring to the table. And so for me, that's what it did because it forced me to write something every month. That was a lesson for me. Fire Nation, having been average at everything, which was a story of my life for a very long time, I can tell you it's much better to be average at most things and then great at one or two things. And so just commit to that. Say, hey, I'm not going to be great at everything. Just well, what's one or two things I want to be great at? Like David drew his line in the sand. He made it happen. What's your line? Now, of all the things that you have going on right now, David, what's the one thing that has you most fired up today? Today, it's um, that I'm working on my next book, which would be my sixth book. And as some things fell into place yesterday in my mind, and as I chart those out today, I'm so excited because now I have, I can see the framework of this house and the work of writing the book is much easier now that I see the whole picture. That's what I'm, that's what motivates me. I feel like I am born in this world. I'm born to write and I don't care whether it's successful or not. I have to write when I don't write 
uh, whether it's an article or a book or, or whatever it is, I start to wither inside and die. And I have to keep doing that to live. And so this morning I feel really excited because I've gotten a new lease on that, so to speak. Fire Nation, this goes a little bit without saying, but if you ever find yourself withering and dying uh, by not doing something, um, do that thing. A little uh, food for thought, a little advice. And if you think that Dave has been dropping value bombs, you're right. And more coming in the lightning round when we get back from thinking our sponsors. Design Crowd is a website that helps entrepreneurs like us crowdsource design projects quickly and easily. If you're looking for custom graphics, a new logo, or even a brand new web design, Design Crowd has you covered. All you have to do is post a brief describing the design you need. Then Design Crowd will invite its designers to respond. Within hours, you'll receive your first design. And over the course of three to 10 days, a typical project will receive 60 to 100 plus different designs. Finally, you then get to pick the best design and approve payment to the designer. And if you don't find the design you like, no worries. Design Crowd has a money back guarantee and a support team that you can contact by phone or email 24-7 to help. Get started today. Visit designcrowd.com slash fire for a special $100 VIP offer for Fire Nation or simply enter the discount code FIRE when posting your next project on Design Crowd. That's D-E-S-I-G-N-C-R-O-W-D dot com slash fire. Next time you're planning an epic trip to Las Vegas, remember there's no better place to stay than the Venetian Las Vegas. The Venetian Las Vegas is located in the heart of the Las Vegas Strip and features all suite accommodations. Imagine walking into soaring lobbies and atriums that open into exclusive resort amenities, including Canyon Ranch Spa and over 160 retail shops within the Grand Canal shops, showcasing Barney's New York, Louis Vuitton, Tory Burch, and more. The Venetian also features features restaurants from the most celebrated chefs around, including Wolfgang Puck, Thomas Keller, Emeril Lagasse, and more. Not to mention the entertainment, choose from bars, human nature jukebox, and classic rock residencies. The resort also features a five-acre pool and garden deck, four theaters, and is host to the most exciting worldwide gaming on the Strip with two casinos. For more information, visit venetian.com. That's V-E-N-E-T-I Com, the Venetian Las Vegas, where you can come as you are. David, are you ready to rock the lightning rounds? Sure, absolutely. I'm ready. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? I think moderate success as an employee was holding me back. A little bit of fear, but mainly moderate success as an employee. In other words, there wasn't anything drastically wrong with my life. And so I was like, oh, what's the motivation? That was the big thing. What's the best advice you've ever received? It's what Derek Sivers said, and you referred to it. Like, my answer should be hell no or hell yes. In fact, I asked him to write the forward for my most recent book, and he said no. And I said, <laughs> can I just use that as the forward? Because you, you illustrated how we need to be focused. So that was the same statement that really meant a lot to me. So I published his non-forward. <laughs> What's a personal habit that contributes to your success? I think having three kinds of days. So one kind is where you're not doing anything. You're totally unplugged. Another kind of day is preparing for the days when you're really going to get something done. So those preparation days involve getting all the little things off your list, maybe doing a little bit of research, cleaning up those phone calls that need to be made. And then the third kind of day, which is only possible with those other two, are the deep focus where you're really doing your life's work and you're not 
totally unengaged and you're not totally wrapped up in all the little things that prepare for it. I love that. Theme your days, Fire Nation. Like if you're trying to juggle calling the cable company and doing some deep work on your next game-changing novel, like it's not going to work. Like theme those days, make it happen. Internet resource, David, recommend one. Farnham Street Blog. I, I love reading Shane's work. It comes out every Sunday morning, the Farnham Street blog. A lot of it is free, or you can sign up for a little bit more if you want more in-depth stuff, but it's really fantastic. F-A-R-N-H-A-M. Recommend one book and share why. I'd recommend Ryan Holiday's book called The Daily Stoic because, and it's part of my morning routine, it focuses my mind, it helps me think about gratitude, it helps me get higher and have a helicopter view down on the circumstances of the day and not get sucked down into what can otherwise happen. Fire Nation, Ryan Holiday, multiple past guests of Entrepreneur on Fire, and he's written some other great books as well. Ego is the Enemy, The Obstacle is the Way. Great dude, and he actually has some great audiobooks as well. So if you're not already an Audible member, you can get any of his books for free by visiting eofirebook.com. David, let's end today on fire with a parting piece of guidance, you sharing the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. Sure. The best way to connect with me would be probably just to pop over to the microsite, which is expertise.is, expertise.is. And my email address is over there and you can read more about what I do as well. And I'd love to uh, connect with uh, any of your readers there for sure. Parting piece of guidance. Courageous focus. So if you look back over your life and in retrospective ways, you're saying, I wish I'd been more effective. What will have kept you from being more effective? Lack of opportunity or lack of focus? It will be lack of focus. If you don't have enough opportunity, then you're probably just incompetent. And most people are not incompetent. They just simply don't focus on the few opportunities that will make them great. Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. You've been hanging out with D, C, B, and J, L, D today. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type David in the search bar. His show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today. Best show notes in the biz, timestamps, links to all that jazz. And David, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you, John. Appreciate having me as a guest. Hey, Fire Nation. Hope you enjoyed our chat with David today. And it's time to accomplish your number one goal in 100 days. So visit thefreedomjournal.com and oh yeah, use promo code podcast as a thank you for listening to my podcast. It's my podcast. I'll catch you there or I will catch you on the flip side. Design Crowd is a website that helps entrepreneurs like us crowdsource design projects quickly and easily. If you're looking for custom graphics, a new logo, or even a brand new web design, Design Crowd has you covered. Visit designcrowd.com slash fire for a special $100 VIP offer for Fire Nation, or simply enter discount code FIRE when posting your next project on Design Crowd. That's D-E-S-I-G-N-C-R-O-W-D dot com slash fire.